Hello, hello, beautiful. Welcome to Empower Radio. My name is Bianca Scalise. I will be your host and I love doing this podcast. It's my way of helping to educate, give practical tools, helpful tips for women on their fitness journey. I struggled for a long time on my fitness journey and I want to help you through that process if you are currently working towards something um, and maybe even struggling. So Today's podcast is really tactical. It's very specific. If you use the things in today's podcast, you will be unstoppable when it comes to your consistency in the gym and your consistency with your workouts. These tools I'm going to give you today, some of them might sound so simple or so easy that it feels counterintuitive because we always think the, the mind paints this picture that in order to have what we want, we have to, you know, it has to be this complicated process. We have to do a million steps. But the truth is that complexity is the enemy of execution, meaning the more obstacles and the more complex that we make something, the more obstacles we put in our way to do it, the harder it becomes to do, thus the less likely we will do it. So right off the bat, before we get into these seven easy ways to get your workout in, even when you don't want to, before that, you need to make sure that your programming is one, doable for you, right? You don't want to have 90 minutes of programming when realistically you only have 30 minutes to work out. If you have 30 minutes, 45 minutes, that's okay. You just need to be honest with yourself. If you have a coach, be honest with your coach so that you can get the program that you need to be able to fit in with your life. Cause there's nothing worse than feeling like, man, I can never do all of this. I'm always failing. I'm never doing this right. Right. That send us into that downward spiral that we do not want to go down. So number one is make sure that your programming makes sense with your life. And number two, make sure that your programming specifically works on the goals that you want to work on and is enjoyable for you. If you really want to see your butt getting bigger, if you really want to see yourself getting a pull-up, if you really want to see your squat progressing, whatever it is for you that excites you about strength training and about your exercise, that's what you need to have in your programming. Otherwise, it will feel more like a chore to do your workout instead of something that you know is going to get you the result that you want. You want to feel very certain in your excuse me, exercise plan so that you feel Every time that you do it, you contribute to that goal that you want to see happen, that vision. So let's dive into seven easy ways to get your workout in even when you don't want to. This is a big question that I get is, Bianca, how do you stay motivated? Bianca, I don't feel motivated. I need motivation. The truth, my friends, is it's not so much about motivation as it is about shifting energy. What I mean by that is motivation can be very fleeting and motivation typically comes to us in waves and it goes in waves and we cannot be reliant on, you know, when motivation or inspiration strikes, if we want to see results because results require consistency. And that doesn't mean you have to be in the gym every day. In fact, I recommend probably no more than four or five days of strength training a week. I personally do four. Um, it does mean though, that whatever you commit to, you need to be consistent in. So that being said, motivation is not what we can rely on to be consistent, right? Cause it comes and goes, uh, inspiration, same thing, but what we can rely on for consistency is structure and 
doing the easy things that make a huge difference. Okay. So that's what we're talking about today, because if we wake up one day and we just feel like, Oh, I'd rather sleep for an extra hour than, you know, go to the gym. Or if we get out of work uh, late one day and we think, oh man, I really deserve just to lay on the couch and watch TV and you're having a hard time peeling yourself off. I know this is such a big struggle that many women face. Um, same thing with meal prepping, right? Like peeling ourselves off of, of the couch or peeling ourselves away from whatever it is we're doing so that we can do that thing that we know is going to get us where we want to go. That's what we got to master if we want consistency and we want results. So I'm going to give you seven simple, easy, easy, easy ways to do the things you need to do when you don't want to do them. First, number one is the easiest one. Okay. It is drink pre-workout. Drink pre-workout before you're on your way to the gym. Okay. So say, for example, it's me, I'm off, it's after work. I'm sitting down and I'm like, oh man, I really don't want to work out. Uh, and I'm like talking to my partner. I'm like, oh babe, do you think I should? I mean, I really don't want to. I had a hard day. I really deserve just to like chill out. I wanted to watch that show that we like. Right. I'm starting to rationalize with myself. Right. That's step two of everything is rationalizing. Oh, well, I can do it tomorrow. Or you know what? Maybe I'll double up on Saturday. Um, and we start to uh, bargain <laughs> with ourselves. Um, when you notice yourself feeling like I don't want to do this without a second thought, without going into the internal dialogue of rationalizing or bargaining with yourself. Let any of those things be a trigger for you to walk into the kitchen, pour a glass of water and put your pre-workout in your glass of water. What is that going to do, my friends? It's this easiest thing to drink a liquid, right? Especially if you like the taste of it. That is so freaking easy. What it's going to do, do is shift your energy. Um, because pre-workout has some type of stimulant, whether that is caffeine, maybe you have a non-caffeinated pre-workout drink that you have. Um, there are two things happening here. The first is the physiological effects of whatever is in your pre-workout, right? Some people drink coffee for pre-workout. Some people drink tea. Uh, some people have a like pre-workout supplement. What it's going to do, number one, is it's going to change uh what's happening inside your body. If you're getting caffeinated, well, you bet you're going to have the energy all of a sudden. It's like, whoa, I have so much energy. I need to do something with it. Right. And that energy of being just sunken into the bed or the couch, it is stagnant energy. It's slow energy and it's beautiful for resting, but we cannot get stuck there, especially when we need to do something else that's going to get us to our goal. So what we need to do is shift the energy, right? Your pre-workout is going to do that internally in your physiology. But the second thing that it does is it is sort of a placebo. Sometimes people discount the placebo and they say, oh, it's just the placebo effect. The placebo effect is very real. So the placebo effect really simply stated is speaking to the power of our mind to influence the way that we feel. Okay. So really simple example. Imagine that there is an experiment where they are testing the, um, efficiency, uh, how well a medicine works, right? And that medicine comes in a pill. So they take a hundred people and they split them up into two groups, 50 and 50. 
one group takes the medicine and the other group takes what they think is the medicine, but it's just, you know, like a, a capsule with sugar in it or something like this. So the placebo effect can be measured in the group that's not taking the medication based on their responses or their results or their perception of what is changing. We can see that, you know, there is, if there's belief in the fact that like, or in the belief that I'm taking this medication and it's going to help me with whatever, with my depression, with my anxiety, with my, whatever it might be. And what we see is that people actually get some amount of a result just from thinking that they are um, doing something to help themselves. So that's a basic explanation of the placebo effect. And I just wanted to do that really quickly for the people that might have had questions about it. The placebo effect really speaks to the power of our mind. Okay. And that's the second thing that's happening when we are taking something like a pre-workout. I'm going to give you my routine. Um, I don't do well. I don't drink coffee. I don't do well with a lot of stimulants or caffeine. Um, I do like green tea and I like a little bit of, you know, like a tea or something like that. The only reason that I take pre-workout is for the ritual of it. When I take this pre-workout, I literally take, I'm not kidding, maybe a 20th or a 10th at most of a scoop. That for me in my body, it feels like a little something, but more importantly, in my mind, it feels like something. The moment that I taste it, I don't drink, We people don't drink pre-workout just for the heck of it, just throughout their day, right? The moment that you taste it, it is a signal to yourself, to your mind and your body that, hey, we're getting ready to go do this physical intense thing. How easy is it to drink something? So freaking easy. So that is the first and honestly, one of the most powerful ways to do your workout, to convince yourself to do it, to actually get yourself there when you don't want to, or when you find yourself rationalizing or missing days, drink pre-workout. Um, if you're somebody who's not great with caffeine, you can do my approach of doing like one twentieth or one tenth of a scoop, just a little tiny bit. Um, or you can get a non-stimulant based pre-workout that doesn't have caffeine in it. And, uh, obviously I love first form. Their products are just super quality. Freaking love them. You can check the description for, uh, like a link to the pre-workout that I use if you want to, but there's plenty of great ones out there. So experiment and get one that you like. That is the most important thing because you want to taste that. And the moment that it hits your taste buds, it's like, Whoa, okay. We're here. We're alive now. Right. All right. Easy one, easy way to get your workout in when you don't want to number two is all about moving the energy. So all you got to do is click on a song or a playlist and get the energy moving. Either plug in your headphones or let it play out loud on your speakers, but get that music, get that music going so that it can influence your energy. Because right now your energy is stagnant. It's slow. It's down. And we need to get that energy moving. We need to stir it up. Music is such a fabulous way, fabulous way to get your energy moving. It's that transition from the slow, tired energy to um, whatever you like. You know, what? what is the music that you enjoy listening to um, when you work out? Is it aggressive music? It is, is it screamo music? Is it metal music? Is it like tool? Is it 
sassy music? Is it hip hop music? Is it like pussy popping music? Uh, is it confident music? Um, you know, is it a, a lyricist talking about how like they're the shit or something like that? Is it Megan the Stallion? Playing into those different parts of yourself and getting to know yourself and asking yourself, like, what really gets me moving? Like, what really moves my energy in that direction? As you do that and you kind of unlock the little codes inside of yourself, you learn how to shift your energy when you want to so that you don't negotiate with your mind, but you are the master of your mind and your body. So if you are not sure and you want to experiment with music, I'm going to put my one of my workout playlists in um, the description box as well. So head to the description box and um, you can pop that on and see if any of those songs resonate with you. Um, yeah, cool. Music, such an easy one, dude. All you got to do is click. All right, number three, put on a cute outfit. <laughs> Putting on a cute outfit is just a game changer. Even when you don't feel cute, just putting on like your favorite workout shirt, your favorite workout shorts, your favorite workout socks and shoes, putting it all together and then feeling yourself like you're in uniform now, right? Like that is another you. And if you're in our program in Empower, our coaching program, we talk about alter egos and how we all play different roles in life. And I hope that you're not the same version of you with your lover when you're being intimate that you are when you're with your parents, right? That would be really freaking boring. Um, we have different parts of ourselves. Uh, we have different roles that we play, different hats that we wear. And it's so beautiful to recognize those different parts of ourselves and develop them so that we can use them, right? We can utilize them to be a more full version of ourselves, a more integrated version of ourselves. Um, how do you know your dog is your dog? You give it a name and you teach it to come when you call it, right? And then it's your dog. It doesn't just wander around and say like, oh, I think I'm going to pick this family today. That's that's your, that's your dog. It's a part of your family. And uh, same thing with our are different parts of self. So, you know, playing around with that, naming these different parts of you, naming, you know, the, the part of you that shows up and puts in the work during your workouts is a really great idea and putting on your uniform, right. Putting on your, your socks, your shoes, your, uh, your cute gym shorts, whatever it is, find something that can be an article of clothing or something you put on. It could be a hat. It could be a hoodie. It could be socks. That means like, I'm going to get shit done right now. All right, cool. So put on a cute outfit was number three. Number four, this one goes hand in hand with number two and it's dance. Dance, just move your body. It doesn't matter what you look like. Just start to, just start to play with squeezing your shoulder blades together. Start to play with reaching your arms forward. Start to play with reaching to different sides. Do something that you never do. Do something that makes you feel sexy. Do something that makes you feel silly. Do something that makes you feel sassy. Do something that makes you feel powerful. Play with dancing. Play with moving your body. Look at yourself in the mirror. Uh, what I'm instinctively doing right now, if you can see me on YouTube, uh, is it touching myself in different places, right? Glazing my fingers around my like collarbone, my neck, 
being tactile and using your body and just moving it a little bit really gets the energy moving. So crank up that music, move your body a little bit, take a couple minutes to do that. Everything will change. Number five, watch a video of yourself working out in the past. And I know probably nobody's recording their entire gym sessions, but you should be recording some of your lifts so that you can evaluate your form or so that you can send it to your coach and they can give you feedback on your form. This is really important. So if you have video, if you don't have any videos like that, start doing that ASAP. But if you do have videos like that, save them, save those clips where you felt super strong, where you were pushing yourself and you were being stronger than you thought that you could be. You know, we all drastically underestimate our power and what we can do and how strong we can be. And it's not until we show up and, you know, we lift five pounds heavier or it's three months down the line in our lifting journey. And here we are, you know, doing something that felt impossible at the beginning, videotape yourself doing those things. And, you know, when you're feeling like, fuck, I don't feel like I can do this today. I don't feel like I want to do this today. Put those on. They will ignite something inside you because it is you reminding yourself that you're stronger than you think. So watch one of those, watch two of those. Um, obviously you don't have to do all of these. I would hope that after one or two of them, like, you know, you're out the door, you're making it happen, but here are options for you, right? Two more. Number six is breathe, change your breath. This is one of the quickest and easiest pathways to alter your nervous system or change the way you feel is your breath. When I'm breathing really shallow, it's a very different feeling inside my body than when I'm breathing fully, right? That's a really different feeling than when I take a big breath in and I let it out with some sound, Ugh. right? It, it might sound silly. It might feel silly at first, but the way that you direct your breath, what you do with your breath changes everything. And you can create an anchor with your breath if you wanted to. That anchor could just involve the cadence of your breath, right? You could breathe deeply in for six and then let it go for six, right? Or you could change the cadence by breathing in and out rapidly. Something like... Even just doing that changes everything about the way that I'm feeling. If you don't believe me, do it. Pause me right now and take 10 breaths like that. Right? Crazy difference. My mind is lit up. I'm awake all of a sudden. Or one of my favorite things to do is combine sound and breath. So if I really don't want to work out, but I know I need to, sometimes I will make a big sound and it will be something like this. Uh, <laughs> that I'm laughing right now because it's moving energy and that's the name of the game. That's exactly what we want to do. We just want to move the energy because when we don't want to do these things that are good for us, our energy just simply isn't there. We don't have enough energy to move ourselves, to take one foot in front of the other, to actually go and uh, start our momentum. So all we need to do is a little kickstart of energy, a little movement of energy. 
And uh, sometimes when you make a big sound, even if that's a whiny, complainy sound like I just did, it moves your energy. Okay. So breath and sound. Number seven is review your deeper why. This can be very powerful and it can also feel kind of intellectual at times. Um, I'm going to give you some examples of what your deeper why might be at the moment. I suggest that if you haven't taken time with yourself to ask yourself, like, why the hell do I want to do this? Why do I want to put myself through, you know, 30 minute, 45, 60 minute workouts where I'm just like really challenging myself? Why do I even want to do that? Why do I want to make myself go to the gym versus sit on the couch or watch an extra show or do an hour longer of work? Why do I want to do that? You need deep reasons to keep you going long term. So one example of a reason that a lot of our clients have is something along the lines of because I want to pass on a healthy, strong, confident lifestyle to my kids. I don't want my kids to see me cheating myself. I don't want my kids to see me with zero energy, like a limp noodle. I don't want my kids to see me like that because the reality is monkey see monkey do. It doesn't matter what you say. People repeat what they see. People, kids are sponges. Kids are absolute sponges. And if their parents can push through, they are more apt to believe that they can push through because they're from you, right? If their parents succumb to, you know, not seeing out their full potential, if their parents succumb to being like, oh, I'm tired tonight, or I deserve just to relax instead of do my workout like I told myself I was going to do, they're more likely to repeat those patterns. These generational patterns are incredibly strong. So, Maybe your why is you want to influence the people around you. You're, you want to be a better you so that your partner sees you and they can do better for themselves and, and feel better in their bodies, right? What is the question? Maybe you want to break generational trauma when it comes to body and yo-yo dieting and whatever it might be, laziness. Maybe your deeper why is because you want to feel good about yourself and you want to just feel like completely relaxed and carefree on your days off coming up. And you want to just feel like, yeah, I deserve these days off. Maybe that's your deeper why. Maybe your deeper why is because you want to look snatched in a swimsuit this summer. Dude, no, I'm not judging you. Nobody's judging you here. It's you and your why. So just be honest with yourself so that you can bring that back to the forefront of your mind so you don't forget about it, right? So reviewing your deeper why. Have it written down somewhere, maybe in a note in your phone, easily accessible. So those are seven ways to get your workout in even when you don't want to. Um, you know, all, I hope that it was really clear that this is so much more simple than it, it sometimes seems. This is so much more simple and it doesn't need to be complex and it doesn't need to be hard to be consistent. You don't need to be reliant on motivation. You don't need to be reliant on a pump up speech. You don't need to be reliant on someone else. You can simply see the things that are the easiest possible things that 
can push you forward. It's like a little, it's the easiest domino to tip, tip over, but it makes a huge impact. Drink your pre-workout. So at first, when you don't want to get moving, you don't want to peel yourself off the bed, off the couch, the energy is low, right? In summary, this entire podcast has been about moving energy. And really, truly, this doesn't just apply to workouts. It applies to anything that you know is going to push you forward, that you that you know is going to be good for you, but you avoid doing. You just need some more energy. You need to get yourself in a different state, a different state in your body, a different state in your mind. When the energy is low, it's hard to do anything. You feel much better just to be stagnant and to stay the same. But, you know, when you're low energy too, it's very easy to get in your head, right? It's just like, it's all cerebral. It's all in your head. It's overthinking. Should I do this? Should I not do this? I don't really feel like I have the energy for it. Of course, you don't have the energy for it because you're not moving the energy. You're not inviting the energy in. You're not encouraging the energy to come into your body. If you're just laying there and saying, oh man, I really don't feel like I have the energy. You can make the energy. You are a creator. Own your power here. Don't give it away. So do things that are easy. Easy as drinking water, drinking your pre-workout, easy as clicking on the music, and let that shift your energy. Let that help you to shift your energy. Maybe, this is the last thing, is none of your emotions are wrong. And that's really important to recognize because sometimes people judge themselves and send themselves into a further overthinking mental trap by thinking, oh, like, why do I always do this? Why do I always, you know, not want to work out? Why do I never feel like making this happen? Why, why, why? What's wrong with me? The only thing that's wrong is that you are judging yourself and you are making yourself wrong for the way that you feel. There is nothing wrong with you. I am here to tell you that many times I do not feel like working out. At the end of it, I'm always glad I did 100% of the time, but I'd say maybe like 40% of the time I don't really want to. It's like, it's or it's not like the thing I really am excited to do. I, I, I'm like, fuck, I really want to do this other thing. It's okay not to want to work out. So that's number one. Don't judge yourself. Use that energy. Okay. So maybe you even use the resistance that you're feeling inside to working out or to doing the thing or to meal prepping and you can use it. And you know, that energy of, Oh, I don't want to fuck. I don't want to use, use it, use the sass inside, use the anger inside, use the annoyance inside, use any feelings because feelings are also energy. The feelings of sadness and uh, depression and self-judgment and self-pity, those are very low energy feelings. But the feelings of sassiness, annoyance, anger, agitation, those are higher energy feelings. And though we don't just want to go about our lives angry and all that, we can use the energy of that emotion to move us forward. All right. There's nothing wrong with any emotions that you ever experience. Just change their meaning. Just use their energy. Use it to go harder in your workout. Use it to make sound with your voice like we did earlier. Use it like an anchor or a mantra of fuck before your workout and fuck during your workout to summon that energy up. So 
I hope that this was helpful. Um, dude, if you do this stuff, I promise you, you are going to be so much more consistent and you're going to show up and you're going to know what to do to be the master of your mind rather than allowing your mind to master you. See you in the next friends.